Hello and welcome to the Inner Work Conversation. I'm Nikki Cross and I am pulling some of my personal favourite snippets and snippets from the episodes that are clearly your favourites too, judging by the stats, to share the best bits of the best episodes that deserve more airtime. For each of these snippets, I have linked the full episode in the show notes. So if you like what you're listening to, you can then just go ahead and get the whole episode really, really easily. Today's snippet is a solo episode for those of you who struggle to truly own your own brilliance, because truth be told, fear of succeeding is really real, and owning your brilliance is actually a courageous and brave and vulnerable act. It was actually really interesting for me to listen to this episode back. It was originally recorded only a few months back in April this year, but I can hear my own growth since I recorded that episode. And I know that I shared a few reasons why we really do struggle in business to own our own brilliance. So I hope it serves you. I hope you enjoy it. I hope you love it enough that you'll go and listen to the full episode. Even if you've listened before, I know that when I re-listen to it back, I heard things that I didn't hear the first time that I'd said it out my mouth, if that that makes sense. Anyway, let's get in. This is about struggling with authenticity in your business. This is about really treading ever so carefully through business each day so that you don't make a mistake so that no one can come along and be like, you, you're shit, or you, you're being unethical. We must all cancel you. Or you, you're charging too much and it's not right. You're not worth that. There is so much noise online that I think the impacts of what I'm about to talk about today in business can be things like we don't step into our brilliance. We don't share our brilliance because we do not claim it. We whisper testimonials. The conversation that I've just had with the colleague that I mentioned, she was telling me how this has got so bad for her that when a customer writes, a client writes a testimonial for her, she feels nervous to share that with the world in case someone sees that testimonial works with her and she can't live into that client's amazing write-up that's one of the impacts another one of the impacts your prices will reflect your fears not your truest value that you will spend time treading through this minefield of trying to avoid making a mistake so where i want to start in this episode is by reading this person's words out here's what it said artists must be allowed to go through bad periods. They must be allowed to make mistakes. They must be allowed to do bad work. They must be allowed to get in a mess. They must be allowed to have dud experiments. They must be allowed to have periods where they repeat themselves in a rather aimless and fruitless way before they can pick up and go on. The the type of attention that they get now, the type of atmosphere of excitement, which tends to limit the creation of works of art, the way that everything is done too much in the public eye is really too much. The pressures are of a kind which are anti-creative. When I heard that, I created a reel around that because those words really spoke to my heart. Yeah, we do need to be allowed to get in a mess and make mistakes. And yeah, people are a little bit afraid to fail and are a little bit afraid of other people's judgment. But I actually think that this goes a little, it's more nuanced than that. And it's the nuance that I want to talk to you about in this episode because it's the nuance that I don't hear talked about. No one's really talking about this, but I know it exists. Why am I struggling to stand confidently behind my work online? Because truth be told, it's fucking epic. And I'm not like, see, I'm about to do it now. I'm about to do it right now. I'm like, no, it is. It's epic. I know that this work literally changes lives, literally changes lives. Why can't I go online and say that then? 
Now, to the naked eye or the untrained eye, you might go, well, maybe it's because you don't really believe it. No, I do. When I come off a call with one of my clients, there is not a bone in my body that doesn't stand behind what I charge, what I can do with my work. There's not a bone in my body that doesn't believe it. But weirdly, when I go to sell online, when I go to create my web pages, when I go to put words down to say, hey, this is what I do, this is how brilliant it is, this is how much it costs, and this is why you should work with me, all of a sudden, I find myself shrinking. All of a sudden, I find myself wanting to be very still. All of a sudden, I find myself wanting to be small. And what I'm starting to realize is a big nuanced part of not showing up as authentically me. And authentically me means owning all of my shit, all of the areas where I need to develop, all of the areas that I'm still growing and my areas of brilliance. And I read in one of my recent episodes, a snippet out of The War of Art. Fuck it, I'm going to read it again. Stay there. Here's what, here's what it says. So The War of Art is a book by Stephen Pressfield and it was recommended to me by another business owner that I'm really good friends with. Here's what he says. Fear. Resistance feeds on fear. We experience resistance as fear, but fear of what? Fear of consequences of following our heart. Fear of bankruptcy, poverty, insolvency. Fear of groveling when we try to make it on our own and of groveling when we give up and come crawling back to where we started. Fear of being selfish or being rotten wives or disloyal husbands. Fear of failing to support our families. Fear of sacrificing their dreams for ours. Fear of betraying our race, our hood, our homies. Fear of failure. Fear of being ridiculous. Fear of throwing away the education, the training, the preparation that those we love sacrifice so much for that we ourselves have worked our butts off for. Fear of launching into the void of hurtling too far out there. Fear of passing some point of no return beyond which we cannot resent, we cannot reveal verse we cannot rescind but must live with this cocked up choice for the rest of our lives fear of madness fear of insanity fear of death these are serious fears but they're not the real fear not the master fear not the mother of all fears that's so close to us that even when we verbalize it we don't believe it pause in there that's where i was that's exactly where i was my very first episode on the inner work conversation i read out marianne williamson's basically the whole poem is about you're not afraid of this whole failure thing. You're actually afraid of your own brilliance. Even when I've been reading that to myself, I'm like, oh, really? Because I feel like I'm afraid of failure. Let me carry on. The master fear, the mother of all fears, that's so close to us that even when we verbalize it, we don't believe it. Fear that we will succeed, that we can access the powers we secretly know we possess, that we be- that we can become the person we sense in our hearts we truly are. This is the most terrifying prospect a human being can face because it ejects him at one go, he imagines, from all the tribal inclusions his psyche is wired for and has been for 50 million years. We fear discovering that we are more than we think we are, more than our parents, children, teachers think we are. Maybe that's why we struggle to accept compliments. We fear that we actually possess, that the talent of still small voice tells us, that we actually have the guts, the perseverance and the capacity. We fear that we truly can steer our ship, plant our flag, reach our promised land. We fear this because if it's true, then we become estranged from all that we know. We pass through a membrane. We become monstrous and monstrous. We know that if we embrace all our ideals, we must prove worthy of them. And that scares the hell out of us. So do you remember me talking about my colleague who whispers her testimonials? Because what if she can't live into that the next time? What will become of us? Will we lose our friends and family who will no longer recognize us? Will we wind up alone in the cold, void, starry space with nothing and no one to hold on to? Of course, this is exactly what happens. But here's the trick. We wind up in space, but not alone. 
Instead, we are tapped into an unquenchable, undepletable, inexhaustible source of wisdom, consciousness and companionship. Yeah, we lose friends, but we find friends too, in places we never thought to look. And they're better friends, truer friends, and we're better and truer to them. Do you believe me? I take it as there are people who fall away, but there are people who are drawn to us and they're drawn to the most truest, most authentic version of ourselves. This isn't, by the way, an episode about bigging yourself up. This isn't an episode about puffing out your peacock chest or flaring out your feathers. This is about where are you hiding and where are you shrinking and where are you staying small and shrinking away from your own brilliance because you're afraid someone out there is going to come along and be like, you're not that brilliant. Shut up, sit down. And by the way, you're wrong. And by the way, let's all cancel her because she's being unethical. That's what this is about. We all evolve. One of the biggest parts of having a podcast is knowing the difficulty of you putting an episode out there and knowing that it exists out there until you take it down and knowing that maybe in episode 25 I said something that I now cringe at I now disagree with I now think I really strongly disagree with that that thing that I read out about art and being able to make mistakes and being able to make a mess what I believe we are missing at the moment is we're not allowing ourselves And we're not allowing others to grow and evolve out loud. We're basically saying, you've put that out there. That is a representation of who you are and who you will always be. But what I think happens is when blanket shit is thrown out there, good people with genuine intent start viewing themselves through that lens and stop shouting about how amazing their stuff is and stop being the most authentic version of themselves. I know in a recent episode, I've talked about what I see when my clients and myself don't show up authentically online and in their businesses. It's like someone's turned the color down on a TV. I'm me, I'm here. You can see the outline of me, but I'm not necessarily sharing the truest expression of myself because I'm holding back because I'm scared of what might happen. And so what I can see that I've been doing is cancelling myself in order to not get cancelled, failing in advance so that I can't fail, judging myself and being so fucking critical about the work that I'm putting out there so that no one can be critical of me. Because if I can be critical, the more I can be critical of myself, the less their criticism can get to me. And I don't want to run my business that way. I've worked for bosses in the past who have been that way. And I would never work for them again. So why the fuck? Am I doing that to myself? And I'm treating myself with so much care and so much gentleness in this place. And I'm sharing this from a place of genuine going through it in this current moment. And so I want you to know that if you're resonating with this and if you're like, yeah, me too, then I want you to know that this is not the time to give yourself a load of shit. So why then have I been hiding on social media? I tell you why. Yeah, I'm afraid of failure. Yeah, I'm afraid of people's judgment. But you know what I'm afraid more of? I'm afraid more of being perceived as being too big for my boots and saying, look how amazing my work is, only for someone over there to be like, it's not, you know. And I don't know who that is over there. (laughs) But there's someone. And it's almost like every time I walk into my office, they're sitting in the corner of the room, just taking notes, just taking notes. The next thing that I've got written down to talk to you about is firstly in your prices. The reason, the main reason I see in my clients, people not owning their prices, what they charge, they initially say to me, 